The Italian composer Giovanni Gabrielli wrote a lot of music for brass in which two groups were located in different places and echoed each other. A big reason for this was Gabrielli's home church, St. Mark's in Venice, which is acoustically perfect for this kind of effect. Almost 300 years later, Verdi used a similar effect in St. Mark's in Milan when he conducted the premiere of his Requiem Mass. In a section of the Dies Irae, four trumpets are in the orchestra and four are placed elsewhere, either off stage or in balconies. Cooley, with this introduction to the National Philharmonic's concert featuring the Requiem Mass by Giuseppe Verdi. There were two fellow Italians that Verdi revered, and one of them was Rossini. Verdi was part of a project for which he wrote the Liberame for a planned collaborative Requiem Mass in Rossini's honor. That piece was never performed in Verdi's lifetime. But the music he wrote for it became the starting point for his tribute to his other hero, Alessandro Manzoni. He was a writer whose novel The Betrothed made a huge impression on Verdi as a teenager. He later said it was one of the greatest books to emerge from the human mind. Not only a book, but a consolation for humanity. In later years, when Verdi met his idol Manzoni, he wrote, I would have knelt before him if we were allowed to worship men. At Manzoni's death, the agnostic Verdi chose to honor the devout Catholic author with his only Requiem Mass. Verdi was 60 years old when he wrote this music, and nearly at the end of his composing career. Not counting revisions, he had already written 24 of his operas. Only Otello and Falstaff were still to be composed. And the Requiem is notably operatic. For one early critic, that was a bad thing. But it's considered one of his masterpieces, and his operatic genius is in full force in the Requiem. Verdi's approach to death covers a huge spectrum of emotion in this music. The mournful opening is almost imperceptible at first, growing into a passionate cry for mercy by all four soloists in turn in the Kyrie.
The DACRA is the most extensive part of the Requiem. It's divided into ten sections, and also the most terrifying. And that frightening theme returns several times throughout the Requiem. Following the choirs of trumpets, there's a huge choral call to judgment. In the DSRA, each soloist brings a different point of view to the proceedings, and the tenor is given a very operatic and challenging showpiece in the Ingemisco, in which he groans in guilt. In the offertory, the quartet of soloists offers prayers for the delivery of souls. The Sanctus is a lively eight-part fugue for double chorus. Day, the soprano and mezzo soloists open with music that's reminiscent of the chorus Va Pensiero from Verdi's Nabucco. After a return of the Diesire theme, the soprano and chorus conclude the piece with an almost resigned tone from the soprano and chorus, begging for delivery in Liberame.
And this is where the music started. The ending is adapted from the music Verdi wrote in memory of Rossini years before. I'm Marilyn Cooley, and thanks for joining me for this introduction to the National Philharmonic's presentation of the Requiem Mass by Giuseppe Verdi. <laughs> 